0: Welcome to Money Hacks, where we offer tips for the newcomer to the financial investment scene. Have you ever wanted to invest in something which is not simply locked away elsewhere, but can be appreciated up close, daily, or even have some value if you hold on to it for a while? Today, we look at the possibility of starting out in the world of luxury wristwatches or timepieces, I'm Ernest Lewis and my co-host is Christopher Lim, Digital Editor of the Business Times. With us is Dylan Tan, Deputy Editor of the Business Times Lifestyle Desk. Welcome to the show, Dylan. Hi. So, Dylan, uh, tell us, what is this world of watches out there? You know, all luxury watches uh, to be more exact, timepieces. What are the numbers like? This, this world of, of watch trading, um, thanks to the internet now, I think, I think
1: it has become even more prominent than ever. I mean, there are various ways you can, you know, there are various ways you can sell your watches. You can you can bring it to a trader in a shop. Uh, you can, you know, you can you can rent a store at a flea market and then try and sell it. But you can also go online and, and and list your stuff and then and then get people to bid on it. I mean, eBay is obviously one of the few places, one of the places where where you get a lot of uh you'll find a lot of of, a lot of luxury watches being traded on uh Facebook groups uh online forums so
0: the term for this world mm. is horology
1: horology yeah okay yeah.
0: Uh, you want to expand on that
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think horology just basically refers to uh, uh the, the, the art of watchmaking there's yeah.
0: there's an art to it as you said i mean yeah. it's in the detail
1: what sets a 100 dollar watch apart from a 100,000 dollar watch is obviously craftsmanship Mm-hmm. Um a $100,000 watch would mean this guy probably spent a lot of time doing it by hand uh, whereas a $100 watch would probably just raw from a production line. So um, yeah, you, you 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 get what you pay for.
0: Okay, we've talked about investing, you know, in mm-hmm. monetary choices. This episode is a bit different. What is is there a value in investing in yourself in this case in in the world of wristwatches?
1: Uh I, I think I think most uh, most importantly you, you should you should Buy what you like first, um, and that investment part would actually come later. I think if you if you do if you go in purely for the sake of investing, uh, it could be a bit risky. I think the whole point about buying a watch is really enjoying it and and being able to put it on rather than buying a stock and you can't put on, a, you know, mm. you can't wear your stock out, can you?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, Chris, uh, you want to jump in here? Well, Dylan, imagine I'm
2: uh, a young man in my late twenties or early thirties. I'm I'm finally starting to build some career momentum and all the career gurus i read online say that you have to look the part and okay i've got myself some shoes and clothes already but i'm still wearing my g-shock which i love and i'll continue to wear when i exercise but i want to to invest in something a bit more dressy what should i look at and how much should i reasonably spend uh, I th- I think you start a uh, you you
1: you're at a good starting point I think with with the G-Shock. If you look there are actually various uh models of G-Shock. There are actually dressier versions of G-Shock. So I imagine the one that you're you're, you're putting on now is is, is the most basic just yeah, the rubber strapped right? one. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, I think I think when you go for uh, I think when you when you meet your clients and all that you you probably want to wear something a little bit dressier. So that that probably would not work. So there are actually G-Shocks that are they are very very dressy. They can go up to about a thousand dollars, even or the, or even more. That there's this one that goes up to about ten thousand. Wow! Wait. So what am I getting for a thousand dollars for my G Shock? You're getting craftsmanship. That's 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 <laughs> the difference. Is there's a difference in in the hundred dollar G Shock and a ten thousand dollar G Shock? Is it made of metal or? It's mostly made of metal. Uh, it's probably made by hand. Production run is probably very limited. Uh, Casio has a line in Yamagata. Has a has, has a factory in Yamagata that only produces this premium collection of, of uh, Casio watches. When you put
2: on a, a, a $1,000 G-Shock, it, 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 feels, it feels quite different. Since you mentioned the price tag, uh, well, I, I obviously can't afford a really expensive watch unless I, I pay, pay do it on credit. You know, 24-month, 36-month, interest-free installments on a credit card somewhere. Should I be doing that actually? Can I justify that to myself by saying, this watch will hold its value or even appreciate so I can, I can justify spending a bit more than I can afford or should I be wary of spending too much at this stage in life? I'm not sure. I, I, th- I think if you break it up into uh, 24 months or 48 months or
1: 36 months even, uh, you, 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 you're setting aside, uh, you, that's, that's actually quite sensible uh, financial planning uh, I, I think it's it's the equivalent of say if you if you if you buy a, a ten thousand dollar watch and and, and you, you spread it over I don't know over a, a year over two years so you'd be paying about say maybe about just under five hundred dollars a month. Uh, I, I think that's a reasonable amount to to start. And I I think the important thing as well is is, is um what you what you what you're getting uh what what you're paying for in the end. It's something that that would that most likely would hold its value a lot longer than than say buying a fifty dollar fifty
2: dollar watch. So we're talking about five thousand, ten thousand dollars now. I, what other brands could I be looking at, especially those that will hold their value?
1: Okay, I, th- I think what what has happened with the, the Swiss watch industry in the, in the last couple of years is they're very aware of the the the, 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 the economy, and they know uh, things are not going so well. People are not buying mega expensive watches. And uh, there's, there's also a newer generation of, of, um, of uh, watch collectors who, who are just trying to get in the hobby, people like yourself. Um, so what, what's happened in the last two or three years is we've seen a lot of brands um, introducing uh, slightly more affordable entry-level prices. So I think if you're looking at a a, brand, a good brand to get into, Omega is a is a pretty good brand. Um, Rolexes are, are are quite timeless. But even if you if you look at something like Montblanc, Montblanc has something for under five thousand dollars these days as well. IWC has that kind of that kind of price point So I th- I think you're 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 in a very good position now if you. are if you're looking at, at, at uh, uh, buying a, a, a luxury watch
0: thanks for your advice Dylan so I think there's a difference because Chris is trying to do this Ryan Gosling look you know but mm-hmm. uh, let, let me pose you a different scenario I'm a hip senior uncle you know I still have my legendary Steve McQueen in mind uh, Tag Heuer Monaco's and all that but um, I'm still trying to look at ways to diversify my watch portfolio are there any brands that I should look at besides you know the 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 ones that I've been stuck with since the seventies or so? Oh, of course, I, I think uh, there are a lot of independent brands as well. Then they don't come cheap, of course,
1: because um, production is very low. They have the the factory is very small. They've they've got less people working for them. But they do quite exciting things with with watches. Um, if you look at a brand like say MBNF, that's that's a that's a great brand. If you can afford it, go for something like from Richard Mille. I, th- I think that that is a that is that is probably the next level of, of collecting. If you if you if you've you've already been there, you've done that, you've got your steampunk, yeah. you've got your your tag Monaco.
0: I mean, um, I have a few Rolexes, I mm-hmm. have a few Patek Philips but I'm yeah. looking for something that's a bit different. Yeah, something of value that so, still holds its value.
1: Actually, I, I think I think the independent brands, uh, even starting from Richard Mille, I think Richard Mille is, is probably. The brand at the moment now, um, the the watches are excellent. They don't look like watches; they look more like racing machines. I think that's what they call it. They call it racing machine for your wrist. Uh, Richard Mills is a good place for you to uh, to look at. I, I've, there's a shortage. Uh, a lot of Richard Mills go for above retail in 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 the in the resale market. So yeah. Well, thanks for being on the show, Dylan. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks for the advice Appreciate it <laughs> I Hope you guys
1: enjoy your watches huh?
0: Look out for more podcasts On various topics On the Straits Times And the Business Times Now to you our listener We'd like to invite you To pose your own questions Or scenarios to Money Hacks At podcast at sph.com.sg That brings us to the end Of this episode of Money Hacks Where we help you make sense Of trends and your finances Do note that any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.